You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on News Talk 720 KDWN. Now in studio, local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Brown Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in Southern Nevada since 1988. We're here to help you with all of your real estate questions. Please tune in every week on Saturdays at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We're also very proud to have been on air here at KDWN since 2014 and have been dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. Today on our program, we have some wonderful guests for you. Today we have uh, Kerry Phillips from RateWise Mortgage, and we also have uh, John Ingram from Cross Country Mortgage, two lenders on the same show. It's going to be fun. Right, guys? Are you excited? Yes, totally. very. Just... We can coexist. It's Everybody will walk out of this room as survivors. Um, we think, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> we're pretty sure that's going to happen. Absolutely. Um, and so we're going to talk to both these guys. I know you guys are going to talk a little bit about uh, the Freddie Mac uh, program. We got uh, a new Freddie Mac program out there. Well, it's it's part of the, it's an initiative regarding appraisals, basically. Okay. Cool. Well, it'll be interesting to hear about that. We're going to also talk about, a little bit about this Equifax data, data breach, breach, which is a big deal. We got all we got to talk about that because that involves everybody. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit today about the new uh, uh, teachers program that came back was gone for a little while, and now it's coming back again, which is great. And then I found this article in the paper uh, by Michael Scott Davidson in the RJ uh, called Days May Be Numbered for Clark County Party House. And this is an important uh, uh, issue coming up for Clark County uh, related to people renting their homes out something less than 30 days. Yeah, short-term rentals. Short-term right? rentals. Big deal. Big doings on here in Vegas about short-term rentals. So uh, remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but I just don't want it happening in my neighborhood. Next you know? door to me. I don't want it happening yeah. next door to me. Yeah. So I'm kind of okay with them saying cracking down on that a little bit, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, guys, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few moments with more from Kerry Phillips and John Ingram. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Hi, I'm Carrie Phillips, director of RateWise Mortgage, and I'm here to tell you why RateWise rules. We charge zero dollars in lender fees. Zip, zilch, nada. We offer great rates. I'm talking bragging to your neighbor rates. And we prove amazing customer service. We truly care about our clients. Please contact RateWise Mortgage today and let us prove our awesomeness to you. Call us at 702-688-6222. That's 702-688-6222. A division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1071. This is not a commitment to lend. Rates and terms are subject to change without notice, subject to qualification. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I am thrilled that I get to speak with you every week and bring you the truth about our local real estate market. A lot of stuff you hear in the news is based on national numbers and really doesn't mean much to us here in Southern Nevada. Whether you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or even refinance your home, we can help you to make an educated decision on what's best for you and your family. If you would like to listen to our shows on your own time, get in touch with any of our expert contributors, or suggest future topics, please check out our website. If you already have a trusted professional, terrific. If not, just give us a call. We're here to help. Call us off air or text us at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. And thank you for listening. We'll be back momentarily. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. 
We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. And with me in studio right now, I have uh, John Ingram from Cross Country Mortgage. Welcome, John. Hey, everybody. And I also have Carrie Phillips from Ratewise Mortgage. Welcome, Carrie. Yo, yo. Hey, we got two lenders on the same show. You know, I don't imagine that... the amount of money we give away here. Oh, it's it's on fire. It's like one of those glass cages you get into with money just flying around. You know, it's it's. I think it's well. First of all, uh, one uh, one of the things that all our listeners know is that we feel we feel very strongly and very favorably about both these lenders. We give a lot of business to these guys from our clientele. We recommend them to our clients. We recommend them to our listeners, and they're both outstanding lenders. So Thank you. so we can we can put that aside. Put that aside Don't right now. Right. Suspend that for now. Put that to bed. Um, before the show, we were talking a little bit, and I, and I preempted the, the show by talking a little bit about this article I found. Let's talk about this article, because we, <laughs> we were having a good conversation before we got on air about this. There's an article in the RJ this past uh, week uh, by Michael Scott Davidson uh, titled, Days May Be Numbered for Clark County Party House. And basically, um, the body of this, uh, this article talks about a house that was being leased out on a weekly basis in a neighborhood, and the neighbors were furious. Because every week there was different things. There were people jumping off the roof into a pool. There were people breaking into the windows. There were um, uh, drunken, disorderly people running throughout the streets in the court, in the cul-de-sac, and and it's just it's just been driving the neighbors crazy. So they were all complaining to the Clark County Police Department, who yeah, had to go out reasonable. there six sure. times in a month to address Ooh. different party issues. All right. So so Clark County basically has an ordinance right in place right now where it says you cannot lease your home for less than thirty days. You're not allowed to. That's countywide. Countywide. Okay. Now the city has different. Right. If your city, it's different than it is county. Right. Okay. So if I'm in unincorporated Clark County, right, I have to follow that law. Exactly. If I'm in the city of Las Vegas, there's I a have different, the different, different rules. They just Fair change enough. their rules in the city. Okay. The city's going to make you get permits and all that other stuff too. Right. They, they just change that rules, their rules. But anyway, so so this so basically, what the county's coming after these people and they're suing them because they they were not uh, abiding by the rules and they're going to go after these folks. Okay. So we were talking beforehand about our feeling. You know, we were discussing it. And one of my feelings is is that as a as a homeowner, I I don't want my neighbor leasing their home out on a weekly basis. Sure. I think it's and for my for my quiet enjoyment of my property, which I'm entitled to, mm-hmm. I think it's a problem to lease out to, to particularly in Las Vegas. And I'm going to say this specific here, not everywhere, particularly Las Vegas. So when you come to Vegas for a week. You're letting I mean, everything I mean, hang out. Well, unless you're here for, you know, a corporation is putting, or you, they want you to be put up for a week because you've got a, a convention out yeah. here or something. Listen to YouTube. But it's advertised this is in the, it's advertised in the, uh, this, on the top of the article that this is a party house. So who, who are if you I, people to decide what I can and cannot do with my property? Okay. So, it's, it's my house. But, I'm not part of an HOA. So, okay. If I break the law, absolutely, hold me accountable. Right. But if it's not illegal, it's not against the law, it's my choice because right. I pay the bill. Okay. Right? But this and is we live in a free country. But this is against the law. So and, oh, let's let's take this. Let's say you don't like it being a party house. I, I'm with you there. I don't want it next to me necessarily either. Right, right. This kind of thing. But I also, you know what? I don't want it to be a dog house. I don't want you to have dogs there. Well, where, where does that stop, right? But we're well, talking about this party house weekly. Just you're saying who should say what I can do with my party exactly or property, right. and I'm saying don't be a, a an as <laughs> other an apostrophe. A, a, yeah, okay. a, a, right. but s. But right. just be human. Be right. cool. Like you, be a, a have, have empathy for your neighbors a little bit. Well, just have I, respect for sentiment. others. Have respect okay. for others. But now you're talking about regulating what I can or cannot do on my own sovereign land, as some people might. So you think don't of believe it, in right? zoning laws at all, then? No, I believe that we as a community can decide our laws. Okay. But 
pass a law that's not about what you think is morally right or wrong. Pass laws that stand up as equal treatment amongst all people. Right. So this law basically says, look, don't abuse your neighbors. Sure. And, and I, I think I that's a fair that. law. I respect that. Okay. Absolutely. So then we're in agreement. Yeah. I mean, we're not that far apart, but no. I think it's a slippery slope, right? When you start coming from the place of- Every law is a slippery slope. You can't slope. use it as a party house, but you can use it as a house to host weddings, for example. Right. Oh, that's okay, and this is not. Deciding the proprietary uh, propriety of how a property is used is not your business and not something we have written laws about, right? Um, at least not in this particular case. Well, we but say- it sh- we should do- be our business, though, if we're impacted negatively by it. Yeah, I think that it does impact, because it impacts- your neighbor's values it impacts everything in the pro- you know because the neighborhood you know the the value of the neighborhood is diminished by that activity okay but that's not something that we can and I'm sorry so, so can I fix cars in my driveway can right. I do these these exactly. are the things these are things that are set out to protect the value of your neighborhood when now, that's I, I purchased a home in an HOA if oh, I don't no. purchase a home inside an HOA, I can paint my house any color I want. Where do you live, John? <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't avoid living lives, next yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I know no, where John I, lives. I, just, I think we have to advocate the other side. We can make common sense, good laws, but we also don't want to infringe upon the freedoms that all of us are are born with as citizens of the United States. I, and I don't think we're disagreeing with that. I think that the law the law has to uh, go a little bit down towards that slippery slope in order to accommodate being good neighbors. Be very careful Be about careful. when you decide what are good laws for everybody so, and when, when they're going to apply to you. So if your neighbor right? had... We have rights. So if you're... Let's assume for just a moment, yeah. your neighbor... You're not in an HOA, John, and your neighbor had 75 dogs and 37 cats. Right. And they were howling all night long and sure, all night long sure. and all night long, and you're like, ah, what can I do? We have noise ordinances, so okay. you're not harming your neighbor. We have... So you do believe that these laws health and wealth care, are necessary. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, health care and, and, and uh, community but standards laws in regards to handling feces and things like that. But those are slippery slopes too, aren't they? No, they they actively negatively impact the neighbor or the the neighborhoods on on a society deemed acceptable level, let's say. So once again, it's all about you can have a house that's being used for parties, that's totally fine. Don't negatively impact your neighbor. So you can't be loud after 10 p.m. Okay. or whatever that you know those laws are. So I don't you think really know people those. should be able to lease their homes out on a weekly basis? Uh, I, I think that we need to be very careful about making decisions to say it's not right. And I'm just thinking about it. when I go to California and rent a beach house, right. I like to be able to rent a beach house and not have to stay in a hotel with my family. Okay. It's a much better thing. And where we're going here, if we say this is not allowed in, in this neighborhood or that neighborhood, we're saying that we... We don't want to accept good good tenants as opposed to bad tenants. Let's just write laws that that, that dictate you can't you know have be, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not to say you as a homeowner are just not allowed to do something and accept the good and the bad. Here's the only problem I have with what you're saying. Let's hear it. Here's the only problem I have with what you're saying. You're saying hey, there are laws in place to protect people from noise. There are laws in place to protect them from bad behavior. Yes. The problem is is that if I got to call the police every single week because a different person in that home is breaking that law, sure. doesn't. Don't I need help with that too? Do am I am I am I it's obligated? Like almost, it's almost impossible. It to really like, is because um, you're now you're saying opponent. this is a different person every single week, and so the landlord has no responsibility. It's just the people in there misbehaving. Doesn't the landlord have some responsibility? No, I, that I, too? I would be you know personally just the, my reaction to that is yeah, I'm in favor of holding the property owner accountable okay. for the actions that are taking place in the property. So if there is a pattern, right. they can be held to account. And here's for that. and here's what I would say. Yeah. And ultimately, where it goes to is this: if you if you lease your home out on a weekly basis and your tenants behave, that's your your fault. Well, no. If they no, if they behave. Okay. If they right. behave, 
no one's ever going to complain. Correct. So you don't have to worry about it. But right. if they misbehave, you've just broken the law. That's well, the way and, I and see it. it. Yeah. it the way it's advertised, you're getting a certain clientele yeah. that this, is going to stay at the yes. house and party. What 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 is a party? Yeah. Cookies and milk and reading a book, or is it another form of party? Yeah, I mean, and are, we all we're not none yeah. of us are stupid. So, right. in that kind of party, brings um, things that you would normally not do in a house right. mm-hmm. to do at a house, and and usually those things are obnoxious to the to a common sense person. And and to clarify this particular case, John, just yeah. I'm just saying because we didn't clarify that before. This 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 home is owned not by an individual. But by a corporation who owns many homes throughout the valley and does this all the time. Sure. So this is a profit-making venture for them. That's all it's about. It's probably our, our egregious example, right? Yeah, it's exactly. the it's, it's the, worst the flag case burner. It's yeah. the person wearing right. the the curse words on their shirt, walking right. through the streets. Yeah. I understand that, okay. but let's protect our liberty. I, 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 okay. I, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna argue that. I think all you right. got a, you're on solid ground there. I, I think Carrie would agree with that thanks. too. To I agree. Extent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But still, don't be an AS. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah. one of those. Apostrophe. Are you gonna beep that? Beep. Yeah, Jeff doesn't beep anything. Okay, man. He's good. Family. Let's Free go, for all. Man. Saturday morning family radio here. Hey guys, right. you know what I think we ought to do? We ought to take a quick break and then come back. Let's talk about real estate and stuff. Uh, ah. Talk about loans and stuff. So guys, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment with more from uh, John Ingram and Carrie Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> this program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Everyone agrees that having a clear title is an important step to completing a perfect real estate transaction. With this in mind, we at Equity Title of Nevada are proud to have served the tens of thousands of homeowners to implement their dream of homeownership. Equity Title is an American-based company in Nevada. My name is Tracy Rucha. I am the Vice President and Sales Manager and can be reached at 702-510-9822 or email me at tracyr at equitynv.com. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're proud to be brought to you right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We want to bring value to you. We hope to bring you an education which will empower you and help you engage our market in what may be the biggest purchase or sale you ever make. We are bringing you some of the very best expert contributors. You not only feel better about your involvement in real estate, but you will know that you're taking all the proper steps to make wise decisions for yourself and your family. Remember, if you ever have a question about real estate here in Southern Nevada or any of the other related topics presented by expert contributors, you can call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Please tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. And with me in studio, I have John Ingram from Cross Country Mortgage, and I have Kerry Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. And guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, Freddie Mac no appraisal program. Who wants to tell me about that? Tell me about that, Carrie. Tell me what that's going. What's going on with that? 
Well, there is a, a client comes in, they take an application, we run credit, and we run it through this automated underwriting system. And Freddie Max is called LP. Mm-hmm. And when you run it through this automated underwriting system, it comes back with a result. And the result is in a purchase situation with um, 20% more down, mm-hmm. uh, typically, is uh, sometimes Freddie Mac says, you know what, you, know, you don't have to get an appraisal on this purchase. Cool. And it gives the option of a borrower allowing them to get an appraisal or not an appraisal. And we were talking before the show on, if you were a borrower, what what do you really want? Do, do you want an appraisal to prove what you're going to pay for the property, to right. know that you're getting into a loan that's going to support the value? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to not want an appraisal because uh, maybe it's a situation where if it comes in low, um, uh, you, you might have to come out, come out of pocket and do you want to do that? Right. So... Um, yeah, I mean, but let's, a... let's put that in context. So uh, I'm, I'm a consumer coming up to buy a house, right? I have um, my lender uh, gives me this option and says, the computer system says it has enough value that says, I'm sorry, has enough data on this particular house to say they're comfortable with the value that you've agreed upon to buy this house. Um, you as a consumer then can say, great, I don't want to, uh, I'll skip the appraisal. I'll I save spend the that money. money. Yeah, I don't spend you the know, money. That could right. be 500 bucks easily. Right. right. Um, I don't spend that money. I don't have to wait for my appraisal results. Right. I don't have to have somebody go look at the house and determine that it's in good shape or not good shape. Right. Require this repair, not require this repair. You skip all of those steps and you as a consumer are left to decide, I'm comfortable with the price I'm paying for this house. Right. I'm comfortable with the condition of this house. Let's go forward. I'll save the bucks and move on. Yeah. I think it's terrific, you know, because um, what Freddie Mac is saying is, is that, and they don't do it for any house. That's it's not, correct. It's not. They're not saying, Carrie, if you submit it and they put the address in, they might say, no, 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 for this one we need to get an appraisal. Right, and I, I don't know what all the key things They've that they look at, what the formula is, but I'm assuming for that. Yeah. You know, it's down payment, of course. It's it's zip code. It's. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's yeah, I mean, they've been compiling. You it's know, not arbitrary. Right. They've been compiling the last ten years of right. appraisal data. Freddie right. May, Freddie Mac have both been gathering that information, putting into databases, finding out, you know, watching for trends and and gathering information. So they finally got to the point for the first time that where they're willing to allow this in a purchase. Mm-hmm. In refinance world, it's been there. If you had enough equity and this sort of thing, actually, they've, they've been able to skip appraisals. I can tell you that um, I, in in the recent history, maybe as far back as about a year ago, I I know that Wells Fargo. Yeah. One individual bank, there were certain deals they didn't require appraisal on. Sure. They it's said common in equity lines yeah. uh, where they skip it. They feel like their data is good enough and right. there's enough equity in the property to where even if they're a little wrong, it's still they're right. You know? Right. Um, so for the first time in, in purchase transactions, we now have this as a potential option. I will tell you, it probably is going to be very slow in saying yes to people initially yeah. as we continue to gather information and they continue to kind of strengthen their the reliability and the performance of the those loans, but it might be an option for somebody who's, and I say, get a silly example, I'm going to buy this house, I'm going to put 50% down, you're an excellent candidate for them to say, yeah, we're good with the we value, you we're good with the amount of, of equity in. you have in the house, right. you are, you've got an 800 credit score, everything is perfect, we'll, we'll do it without an appraisal and you can save that money. Right. The other side, as Carrie mentioned, is you as a consumer, do you want to skip the appraisal? Do you want right. to leave out that independent person's opinion as to what the value of this property is and whether or not you're paying a fair price? Hey, uh, in case you just joined us, you're listening to News Talk 720 KDWN. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. And with me in studio right now, I have John Ingram from Cross Country Mortgage and Kerry Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. And we're talking about this program from Freddie Mac where they're basically saying under, right, under the right circumstances, 
they will waive the appraisal. They will not require an appraisal to be done. Now, if it's in, now here's the thing. As a realtor, when we're writing a contract, we make appraisal part of the contract. Yep. It's a contingency in the contract, Carrie. So if they say no, then I've got, probably got to go back and get, get the buyer to agree. The buyer still has to agree that I don't need an appraisal because the sure. buyer could still ask for it. Oh, because it's 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 part of the contract. We have to remove that contingency. So it's just an addendum. Yeah, saying, no, no. We would yeah. just say, hey, no, no, appraisal no longer required, and buyer would sign off on it. Yeah, per lender, appraisal not. And we were saying, um, let's say you didn't want the appraisal to impact negatively on your loan, but right. you still wanted an independent curious. value. Yeah. Um, you can always, um, while you're even going through the loan process, get another appraise, get an appraiser to independently appraise yep. your home Hire that your a lender appraiser. that a lender would never see. That it's just for your record. You can do that as well and almost satisfy both of both of those strategies. Yeah, I mean, look, as as a realtor, I'm going to sit there and I'm and we're going to talk with the client and see where their motivation is behind getting an appraisal. If it's, if they decide it's appropriate or necessary, I'd probably leave it in the deal because here's the thing: I wouldn't if, remove the contingency. Yeah, if you really want it, then get it. But you're putting twenty percent down. You, you know, the difference between uh, it appraising and not is not going to necessarily probably affect your your cash inlay. It might, maybe a little bit. Um, but but the point there is is that um, if even if you got it independently. Carry. If I got an appraisal and I bought the house for four hundred and, and I and I and I'm good and and Freddie Mac says I don't need an appraisal but I do one independently and the appraisal came in at three ninety two, what am I going to do with that knowledge? What, what, yeah. Now all of a How sudden, you feel? now all of a sudden I just realized I'm in this deal and now I found out that this appraiser thinks my house isn't worth what I'm paying for it. Do I really want to proceed? Now having said that, as we talked about before, appraisal is just one man's opinion. It's a professional opinion of value based on facts, but true. it's only one person's opinion. So. I, I, there's good appraisers and bad appraisers. Well, and you can always take that report you would mention as a negotiating tool, even if it's you get the waiver and you get an independent appraisal. Mm-hmm. It, it, it might not hold as much water because it was it was ordered by the buyer, but it oh, could yeah. be in a negotiation tactic mm-hmm. to the seller, mm-hmm. saying, "Buyer, we're still within our appraisal contingency. Buyer is thinking but about bailing, yeah. um, and uh, we want uh, the sales price to go down. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. it could be an option. It's an interesting twist to the whole the whole buying. Uh, process in terms of if if you remove the appraisal contingency in a finance deal, what that the impact on that deal is pretty dramatic um, because um, well, yeah, your, your offer late, gets significantly stronger, right? Absolutely, as a yeah. seller, I'm like, cool, no appraisal, yes, right. one less thing to worry, to worry about, about it. one less thing to worry about, right. and particularly as a seller when you're you're dealing with it's just, this, it becomes more or less a cash offer. In essence, I mean, it's, it's very well, close you, to a yeah. cash offer at that point, where you remove one of the elements of the financing contingency from the from the contract. And so, as a seller, if you're competing for a property, this is very attractive to the seller. Ooh, sure. One less thing I got. That's why we see it hurdle. negotiated very often, where a uh, buyer um, agrees to pay over, uh, yeah, uh, pay above yeah. a great appraised yeah. value, or doesn't care what the you know reg- buyer will complete the transaction regardless of what the house appraises for. Right. Right. Uh, and that that happens all the time. Yep. But it also with that you know you have all those conversations that coach the buyer in regards to mindset. Right. If the value does come in lower, they're fully committed to say, this house is still worth it to me. Yeah. Um, But, you know, if we look at the transaction just from, like, say, an investment or a business point of view, if the appraisal comes in low, I don't have any emotional connection to the property, I don't want to pay that price anymore, and I'll move on to the next house or renegotiate or whatever the case may be. It's all about what perspective your buyer's coming uh, to the transaction with. Yep. It's an interesting twist in... um in, in this, and, and I, I like that Freddie Mac's doing it. We're not talking about 
uh, converting everything to drive-by appraisals now, guys. This is, I can see some people out there going, oh, no, here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, No, that's not what we're talking about yeah, here. I, uh, truthfully, I'm, I'm interested in, if you, if you think about it, um, as we came through the crash and out of the crash, one of the big sort of mistakes or evils that they pointed to was the influence lenders and people were putting on appraisers to make values come in and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And now the solution <laughs> to that is, oh, we just won't do an appraisal at all. Well, yeah, I <laughs> that's, mean, that's an interesting. I mean, I know I'm, you know, skewing a little bit, yeah, but the intent is there, right? We've said we don't even need the human being to look at this house. Well, okay, but they're only saying it in, in certain circumstances, right? Under with a certain amount down, right. so they don't. It's not that they're saying we don't. They're saying we don't care because they don't care because the buyer's putting enough money into this deal that we know it's close enough. It doesn't matter that they feel good enough. They to feel good enough. Give they're the not, loan on the collateral. Right, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So I think I, is, look, is it a risk? Yeah, I, and I don't think that they're foolish enough this close to the mid two thousands to say yeah just. Go ahead, go for it. You know, we don't care. No, right. I don't think that's the case. And we're nowhere near where we were in terms of the way we do loans now than you we were. You got there. a pulse approved. Yeah. That's where we were the good back old days, in right? Fog and this eight. mirror. Yeah. I don't have any of those loans. Just, yeah. just yeah. you know, yeah. got to talk to Carrie. Um, <laughs> I, I certainly don't okay. have those loans, but I can hey, always let's talk, be creative. Guys, we're going to talk more about those loans after the break. We're coming up on the bottom of the hour. So we'll be back with more from these two clowns over here, uh, John and, and Carrie. So stay tuned. not clowns. <laughs> This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com.